What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of What Are You Scared of Something? Way sauce <laughs> <laughs> is the acronym for it. Um, this movie. <clears throat> A lot of light. La Yorota. <laughs> There's so much light in There's it. There's so much light in it. The Lighthouse, 2019, directed by Robert Eggers, starring Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. This one's weird. It this is. This one's crazy. It's strange. It's bizarre. It's... Really grinds your gears. Grinds your gears. It's interesting. Um, but before we get into it, please like and subscribe if you are a fan of our podcast. Um, we're trying our best to just give you... The best review and analysis of these movies that we watch. I got a lot of notes here. Let's dive in. So like I said... I don't have many notes. He doesn't have many notes. He just leaves it to me and he just watches every single scene. <laughs> oh my God, did you see that? And I said, yeah. Oh my goodness, I need water. He needs water. I, I got none. hydrated. <laughs> oh yeah, die. Um, so the movie starts out with um, some weird distorted sounds. You're like, okay. And then you quickly realize, all right, this is in black and white. Um, I wonder if some people don't like, like immediately be like, uh, nah, I'm not watching it. It's in black and white. I know, I've no, I know people, especially I in used my to family. Kind of, I used to kind of be like that. I, uh, I didn't like the, I, I also feel like it kind of gives more of a, uh, dreary feel. You know, black and white just makes it feel yeah. dreary and just, because this movie, like, after you watch it, you'd probably look back and be like, yeah, that'd be kind of weird in, in color. I mean, back then they didn't have color, but, like, Schindler's List, it's, <laughs> yeah. that ain't happy. <laughs> or if they were going to do color, it probably should be uh, very dull. Yeah. Colors. <laughs> like, they wear gray and stuff. Very gray. Well, the movie takes place in, like, 18-something or early 19... I think it was, like, 18-something. So, I don't know. They didn't have really good clothes there. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> really, like, everything was, it was like the witch. Everything was brown. Brown, gray, dark gray, charcoal. That was it. Um, earth so, tones. Earth tones. <laughs> Lots of foghorns in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I love the one that goes, like, low. It is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Dirt, let me go. Dirt, let me go. I, I had a steak. I would fuck it. I would fuck it. <laughs> That's one of the lines from the movie. So Sam uh, doesn't actually think that. <laughs> no, I don't think it. I don't think steak's that good. But but if I had one. I'd fuck it. <laughs> also, take note of how good... I mean, Will Defoe is great. He's a legend. He's been around for a while. But if you don't know anything besides Twilight, I've never seen it. Have you seen it? I actually have. Yeah, uh, like, one of my last girlfriends uh, years ago. Um, years ago. Made me watch it. And of course, like it was one of those typical... like. Uh, boyfriend girlfriend moments where i was like there's no freaking way i want to watch this but she convinced me and then of course i got sucked into it somehow yeah. and i'm like this movie sucks but like <laughs> i gotta know who's gonna win <laughs> win uh, it's like it's oh, like it's vampire versus the werewolves or whatever or oh. like some shit i i legit know nothing about it I, I'm not... I, I forget like all the scenes and everything but like i just remember being like damn it, I want to watch the second one now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I mean, I gotta watch it. That's uh, like growing up, my sister would watch like One Tree Hill and Teen Wolf, and I'm like, oh, I gotta watch something else. 
then I'm like, all right, what happens next? Yeah, like, yeah. He just intrigues. He just sucks you in. Um, but yeah, Robert Pattinson, his versatility as an actor is incredible. He like he does so many different accents in in, in a lot of movies, and this one he does like a Massachusetts accent that he just nails. Um, so it's really good. But um, we see the the living situation for these two guys, the two lighthouse keepers. Uh, Willem Dafoe in it is uh, Thomas is his name. Why laughing? Because the first the first note I put is guy is a farting machine. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's interesting how the movie starts off and you're like, okay, this is like a. I guess it's a horror-ish movie. Yeah, I mean, it's towards the end. It's pretty horrifying. But like, and then all of a sudden, you like hear these farts from Thomas by play by Willem Dafoe, and you see like they only have two single beds. So you're like, their living situation is crap, and the amount of work that they have to do more so. Ephraim, which is Robert Pattinson's character, and Willem Dafoe is just farting like crazy. And you're like, is that was that a fart? Yeah. You're like. Was that an accident? I, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. No, and you then, don't. And yeah, it just kind of throw, it throws you off a little bit. Would you write farting machine? This guy is a farting machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like every, every time second. he's trying to sleep or like he's in bed, you just hear like. <clears throat> What's funny is that like as I'm thinking about that, I think that's one of the early like or or um, more uh, laid back annoyances that he does because mm-hmm. he gets worse. But yeah. I think it's right away. You're, you, he starts as like, all right, I'm going to fart. That's going to piss you off. Yeah. But like, you could take it at first. But then if he keeps doing it, and then all the other shenanigans he does, he's, he's he might be very like self centered. Like he only cares about like what's going on with him. Like he's not thinking like, oh, maybe this guy's you know not going to like that I just farted. Right. <laughs> you know, he's just like letting it rip, and it's like uh, he's and just then, met this guy, <laughs> right? But uh, he doesn't seem, yeah, like you said, <clears throat> he's not very considerate. Um, but, you know, 1870s or whatever, you know, it's uh, it's uh, the hygiene and, and the living situations are pretty crap. And I guess he's just always on that island. Is that the case? Or he's just done it for a while. Yeah. Because I think he's he's like a vet because he talks about like the other assistants that he's had and he was here yeah. you know, back in whatever. Um, this is back-to-back Robert Eggers movies that we're doing. Also another movie... I don't know where the lighthouse is. I think it's, you would imagine it's like, I don't know, maybe uh, Martha's Vineyard or Cape Cod or something. Yeah. I don't know if it's that, but it's like, it's, uh, also, I'm pretty sure this this movie is like loosely based on that story where the lighthouse keepers go yep. missing. I Three think that was them, a, yeah. a BuzzFeed um, unsolved thing. And they talk about it and have like, there are all these notes talking about like the weather and like they just go missing, and then when they look at the weather patterns for that week, it was never. It was like clear skies. So really? it's a bizarre. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's a bizarre tale. I, j- I actually just look back on that. Uh, I was watching a Watch Mojo like top twenty mysterious things or, yeah. that, uh, or unsolved things, and that came up. And uh, and yeah, that's crazy. Or they all got into a fight and threw each other off. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's it's one of those things where you're like, could weather be a factor? But mm-hmm. again, if they said they they were like. We checked the weather records. There was no storm. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's actually an odd part. Um, so, yeah, I love the sounds. Love the aesthetic in the beginning. Um, I like, at, like, early on, at one point you see Ephraim come out, and he's got, like, this cool hat on, similar to this, but it's, like, black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what you would call those. What's the ones in France? Beret? A beret? Uh. Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Or like, um, kind of like a, what the golfers used to wear, like back yeah, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he's just got like a cigarette in his mouth, and he's got the mustache. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he looks yeah. manly. But then I'm like, when you watch the movie, you're like, I don't want to be him. <laughs> um, not much dialogue to start out with. Um, and 
you realize quickly you need subtitles, just like The Witch. You need yeah. subtitles for this because Ephraim, you could pretty much understand. Thomas, forget it. He talks in old sailor English. It's like if you the first time you read Shakespeare, you're like, what the fuck yeah, are yeah, they yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. He he is pretty hard to understand. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to even remember some of the things in the beginning. I, I don't even remember, really remember what he said. It's because it was a little hard to understand. I think just like most of the beginning is just like you seeing what their living situations are and like the work that Ephraim does. And then, yeah, he's telling, and then he keeps like telling them like, all right, get back to work. <laughs> yeah, what to do and stuff like that. He's like, you know why you have to work, right? The old sailor of the turtle and the blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, shut up. What the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> What's also so funny is like... Um, what was the movie we were watching? Um, oh, when we when we reviewed um, X, when you're like, uh, how are they not just like beating the crap out of these old people and like getting oh, yeah, away? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. this guy would be like, just tip him over and he's <laughs> yeah. done. So it's like, but you know, it's they're the only two there and he's like the boss and, and also, he's in charge of the pay. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's in charge of the pay. He he's 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 been uh, a long day. Um, he is. Threatening, yeah. There we go. To uh, dock his pay, you know. So like the whole time he's like, "No, I'll dock your pay. I'll dock your pay. One yes. more wee word out of you, <laughs> and now I'm Irish. You gotta look for the glue. You gotta be careful out there in the sea." And I see your song. <laughs> um, so we then see them sit down and eat, and uh, this is when he really gets into the dialogue because Ephraim refused to drink. Yep. And then you're like, you're like quickly intrigued. You're like, hmm, I wonder why he doesn't want to drink. And I don't know if he really says it, um, but it, Thomas kind of gets mad and like kind of takes it as an insult. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you got to drink. You you had said too, like if if you were sitting there, you would have just been like, ah, all right, I'll take it because it's it's like a little more polite. Yeah, I feel like if you're, uh, you know, uh, maybe you don't like. Uh, I don't know. You don't do well with dairy or, or, you know, just deal with the consequences later. I mean, if you're allergic, obviously, you just say that. But, like, I don't know. If somebody, like, goes out of your, their way to, like, make you something, like, and you, uh, somebody bakes you a pie, like a mother, and you're like, oh, great. And you, you don't have to eat it. Just, like, give it to somebody else. And, yeah. you know, it's just polite just because you don't, you know, do well with sweets. But anyway, this is a different situation. I would have just been, like, to get it over with, just drink it so you don't have to hear him. Put it down the hatch real quick. It's crazy. Um... Yeah, so you can already see he's like already established as the leader, um, and we then see like remember this is like takes place in a light. There's a lighthouse and there's like a little house that they stay in, and um, we see Thomas really taking a liking to the light up on top, um, and like he calls it like a beauty. And at one point, we see him, like, naked, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, that's kind of weird. He's looking through the people. Um, maybe. Uh, He's naked upstairs? And um, Ephraim's looking at him through Ephraim. people? It might be, yeah, it might be. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like he sees them up there a lot. But anyway, one of the first scenes, you see him naked. You're like, okay, this guy's a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's with a light, and it's like, all right, so he's attracted to a light. To each his own, but not really. Yeah, I did write <laughs> in the notes, it does seem like Thomas is, uh, loves the lighthouse. Like, yeah. Is it, or in love with the light, lighthouse. Yeah, or he's one of the lighthouse. He's or a part of it. He is know? the lighthouse. This is like kind of, um, I don't know, maybe... Uh, well, we see it later with the seagulls, um, where you kind of see like enemies 
that or antagonists that aren't necessarily humans. Mm-hmm. Like in Smile, it was like entities, but you never really saw it. In The Shining, like you could say that the antagonist <clears throat> is the hotel. So uh, oh, yeah, maybe okay, like Thomas and the Light mm-hmm. are I don't know, kind of uh, sabotaging what Ephraim does. But it's it's interesting that like like uh, and then what's his face? Uh, Thomas doesn't let Ephraim up there at all. You yeah, know? Like, like which makes it e- which makes him even more be like, oh, I gotta get up there. What what could possibly be up there? You right. Know? It's like a um, there's this uh, I don't know if it's like scientific or psychological. Um, experiment where it's like don't think of an elephant yeah what you think of an elephant <laughs> yeah, yeah. right it's like you tell me not to do something I'm probably gonna do it um you know you tell me not to go up there i might not go up there but i'm gonna be like why not you know mm-hmm. you're just gonna be more and more intrigued um and, and with with his like intrigue for the light on the top it's uh very similar to um like in greek mythology uh uh prometheus like he was trying to steal the light or the fire to mm. bring down to the humans um, but the gods didn't really want them to do that because I think the gods feared that the humans would then become too angry uh, or uh, too powerful or, or something, maybe. Um, that makes sense. But yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then it's funny too because Prometheus's torture, once the gods find out that he stole the fire, is they tie him up to a rock and have um, either an eagle or a hawk peck at his, peck at his liver. And that's kind of what we see. Oh, good job, Brandon. Um, or the light could be significant to like, um, I don't know. I don't really he- know he- what it heaven? is. Heaven? Yeah, I don't really know what it signifies exactly in this movie, but I just know that it kind of resembles the story of Prometheus trying to get fire. But like, It's a good I, analogy. Yeah. I don't know what, uh, like, I. it's almost like in, um, what is it, uh, Pulp Fiction, when you when they open up the briefcase yeah. and you don't really know exactly what it is like it's just like a bright light it could be anything what were the theories with that well tarantino never really <laughs> says it because which is cool it's like why mm-hmm. like leave him alone like we we, we don't want to know mm-hmm. um and he's like it's up for your interpretation it, apparently it could be um marcellus wallace's soul yeah. because he has a band-aid yeah, on his head okay or just maybe money or gold in general but um no it's good that it's up for interpretation but mm-hmm. yeah i mean it could but uh, there's a lot of things in this movie where most of it, you're like, I don't know what the hell's going on. So, yeah. and that that's you know, we go back and forth with talking about this with these types of movies that we review is like, you don't know what happened, and any theories is as good as the next. Yeah. Um. So the next scene is Ephraim approaching the ocean at night and sees like a body, and he goes further into the ocean, and we hear a screech and a mermaid, and it turns out to be a dream, mm-hmm. or was it? Uh, yeah. Who knows? Because like he could have done that, and then went to bed and then the next scene is we see him waking up mm-hmm. but we just assume it's a dream because it's kind of outlandish yeah but that's true that's true i didn't you, think i like mean that. you never know i mean um, he does seem to all of a sudden find a uh liking for mermaids because mm. all of a sudden he's or or sirens uh because he like <clears throat> gets that statue or the little tiny yeah, the like little statue later yeah starts whacking it <laughs> To uh, a lot, yeah. lot of that going on in this movie, yeah, because it's kind of like a prison, and like because there's also there's a lot no of women around, right? And there's also like intimate scenes between them, yeah, um, where it's like, well, they won't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's it's definitely uh, bizarre, um, but he gets woken up by Thomas, mm-hmm. so you're like, God, this guy's a pest. He's annoying. Yeah, um, with another chore. And then you kind of were the audience is kind of seeing like, okay, Ephraim seems to be doing all the work. 
lot of hard labor. Something yeah. that I don't think most of us are YouTube are YouTube <laughs> are, are used to. Um, and I feel like um, then. Thomas is kind of like laying around, like almost farting, kinda, just farting, laying farting around, away. drinking, just getting him to do everything. I get that he's older, so he can't do some of it. Right? He's probably like, like, oh, I had to do this. So like, that's that's a typical mentality of like, yay. Motherfucker. We always the hear ghosties. noises. Dude, I was uh, just caffeine. telling one of my coworkers, we just hired uh, this new guy. Um, uh, or, or this newer-ish guy. And uh, I was telling him about you in the bathroom. Worst thing ever. I'm waiting for you to tell me that it was you. It, prank. I know it wasn't, but it's just like... I told, because I told my coworker today, and I was like, apparently, I think there's a ghost here. Uh, I mean, it happened. was a legit... I'm not kidding. <laughs> and I like That's crazy, dude. Unless I blacked out for four seconds, but there's no shot. Um and then you fell in love with mermaids. I did. Yeah. yeah. The amount of figurines I have in my, <laughs> my room. Um so yeah, lots of hard labor. Thomas doesn't seem to be doing anything. But like I was gonna say, it's like that mentality of like, yeah, well that's what I had to do and this is what you're gonna have to do, kid. Um it's like freshman Friday. It's like, Yeah, well I got beat up. It's yeah, like ah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have to beat people up. You yeah. Know, just be yeah. normal and nice. But whatever. Crazy background music as usual. I mean, I love the A24 sounds that aren't what we normally hear in movies. Um, and that's with like a lot of these movies we've seen. Um, and what's Witch, the, uh, Midsommar, Midsummer, whatever. These ones uh, have more of like that nautical theme to it. Some of yeah, them which will have great. that, you know, like the foghorn and like other shit in the background. It's just so cool. I love that. <laughs> Computing. It's pollen. <clears throat> I'm going to start coughing, like, in a day or two. You know that cough I always get? <clears throat> yeah, I, it gets really bad, yeah, and then it I tickles start coughing like crazy. Um, oh, I can taste it, too. You won't be sick. It's a weird taste in my mouth. Uh, so, Do you like me cooking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a joy. I like your cooking. We're going to be saying a lot of quotes from this movie. Um, this literally, we have to be them for Halloween. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if, if I'm Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. I'll have overalls but no shirt and a mustache and <laughs> yeah. like just dirt on my face a cigarette and just chugging vodka i'll just have raggedy beard do you like me cooking i know the souls of shavers <laughs> best leave them be um, bad to kill a seabird bad luck to kill a seabird bad luck <laughs> i do a great thomas i think so thomas is working on the roof and um no ephraim's working on the roof and he peeks in this is when he peeks in and sees thomas like oh no so the, he saw him on the light uh, lighthouse being naked, mm-hmm. and then he like peeks in in the ground, and he sees him on the roof, and he's like humping the bed. Remember oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you turn to me, you go, "Is he humping the bed?" I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, so Thomas huh. is a freak. Um, yeah, I remember that. And you're just like, okay, so yeah, most of the movie, like at this point, it's just like scenes of him working, but other weird stuff like seeing mermaids and like uh, farts and, and <laughs> humping the bed. Yeah, um, and. So then there's a cool shot of the lighthouse um, and the house that they're staying at when Ephraim is using the wheelbarrow. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a side shot, almost taken from like the ocean. And uh, I don't know, it's just something to point out. It's Some of these shots are really cool. It's like very professional filmmaking. Some of the, yeah, some of the shots are really cool. Um, it, I mean, I, you didn't see it, me and ba- uh, our friend Bailey saw it. Um, and it's men like, and I think they actually had to film, they filmed this, the lighthouse on a very similar camera. Um, like a really old school camera because I 70 lo- millimeter. Yeah. I don't know if that's it, but that sounds, cool. or maybe that, 35. That sounds, so, I feel like 70 sounded correct, but, yeah. um, they, uh, it just like looks kind of grainy 
And um, they actually said too that the amount of light that they needed because the like the uh, I'm not sure like the aperture of the cameras back then didn't allow enough light to come in. Mm. So they, uh, I think I saw that Robert Pattinson or Willem Dafoe said that at at times they couldn't even see because like picture like these lights but like a thousand times brighter Jesus. and like you can't see in front of you or anything. It's probably um, why they're squinting a lot. Yeah, e- even like there's the one scene where it's the two of them and it's kind of like windy and rainy and it's kind of like dark out. Like they said the amount of lights that are in that scene like are like so many but like the camera only picks up so much. It's crazy. That's nuts. Um yeah. but to go yeah, the shots in the movie in- itself are really cool, kind of grainy and weird which is cool and it's like um similar to uh when we reviewed x because you're like it looks 70s but they also like tweak it to because they like have good ray technology this movie they're like all right it's in black and white it's in it takes place in the 1800s but we'll still do cool shots um because we like have drawn inspiration from it because robert eggers and ari aster are just like you know film lovers film geniuses and um yeah so they they studied film and they're gonna you know use as much as they can in it um <clears throat> this is the first introduction to a seabird obviously we know it as like a, a seagull um but they say it in the movie as a seabird maybe they didn't have that name for it um and like i said last movie the witch <clears throat> i mentioned robert eggers uses uh he used uh, a crow a lot in The Witch. This one, he uses seagulls, and they're kind of like an enemy, which is weird, especially Thomas, and they kind of annoy the hell out of him. So it's like, most of this movie, you're just like, do, do people just want Thomas dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like seabirds and the weather and Thomas, they just like are just or do you mean sabotaging Ep- You mean it? Oh, oh, to- uh, Thomas is sabotaging Ephraim. Yeah, yeah and, and the weather, and mm-hmm. like there's a lot of factors, the seabirds. Uh, so Thomas sees... Um, Ephraim throw uh, a rock at the seagull from a distance, mm-hmm. and then he brings it up later. So, um, it's it's interesting because it's almost like the whole like island itself, along with the seagulls, it's like become an entity and are almost watching um, Ephraim. Ephraim. You know, just like they're, it's almost like they're waiting for him to fuck up. They're just like, right. Like, oh, please do something. We're begging you. Like, we're ready to pounce right on you as soon as you mess up. <laughs> well, it's interesting because you could say that similar to the witch. Mm-hmm. Like, there's many factors, but the goats, the goats here, right, which is Satan. Mm-hmm. So he's here, but he has other forces do it because yep. he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. This could be the weather, the um, the lighthouse in general, the seagulls, mm-hmm. and then there's little Thomas yeah. getting at him at first, and then the outside forces will get in, and it's just an overall onslaught <clears throat> avalanche just against him which is interesting just like in the shining where it's like um him just being isolated the weather the house um just how big the place is just gets to him and it's really like we didn't have to do a lot Mm -hmm. you know to 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 get what we wanted which is really interesting and Um, especially in the beginning too you might infer that like um ephraim is like like he doesn't drink so maybe he's trying to like um it's always like them trying to stay away from what maybe has caused them pain or hurt in the past yeah Yeah, everything's like tempting him and then like everything else around them is just like just like giving him such a hard time just to get him to break so that he does it you know himself yeah um so another scene is uh ephraim is like hauling this barrel up the stairs um it's kind of like it looks like a keg and all of a sudden thomas is like we don't need that. Bring it down. Oh, yeah. And it's a spiral staircase that's really long. <laughs> and it's so small. And, and it's tight. so small. <laughs> and he's just like a cruel boss. And, like, 
and it's also weird too because like he's telling him and Ephraim's like yes sir yes sir it's like he's not looking him in the eye mm-hmm. it's I sir I yeah, sir yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yes sir it's like you have to talk sailor talk um, yeah so Thomas is just a pain in the ass but like imagine like you could see all the grueling labor that hard labor that he does and then he picks this barrel up all the way to the top he's like take it back so down so heavy too I'd be like I throw him down the stairs and Thomas said it's so like like nonchalant too he's just like alright well uh, you're gonna have to bring that back down yeah. <laughs> it's like what <laughs> Can I just do it tomorrow or something? Yeah, like, I'll just leave it here for a sec. Relax. Like we, a thousand pounds. We got two weeks. I'll roll <laughs> it down if I had to. Um, so then we go to another dinner scene, and it's kind of just like uh, it's like you're watching um, like a sitcom that's not funny of just mm. like a family just doing like their daily routine. Um, so I guess like the the director's just trying to get us to like look at you know the, the what they have to do. Um, so then there's another dinner scene, and Thomas like wants another dumbass toast, um, <laughs> and with his stupid saying that he does, and um, and he like wants, and then he starts like telling Thomas to like kind of lighten up, and you like sympathize with it at first. You're like, yeah, lighten up, and then it's like, wait a minute, no, you suck. Mm-hmm. It's just like after all this hard work, we're gonna we're gonna toast to drinking which you don't want to do yeah say some dumb saying that you've never heard of <laughs> but lighten up kid it's just yeah. like huh yeah, yeah, yeah. get the hell out of here um while you're just humping beds and farting <laughs> and farting um <laughs> thomas like yeah and like i said before he corrects his vocabulary like he wants to talk to him like more sailorish. um and one quote i i wrote down is thomas says um which i think is like pretty fo- profound boredom turns men into villains that's why we drink mm. yeah which i thought was interesting. i remember him saying that yeah. um Ephraim makes Thomas laugh, saying, drinking... And then he goes, it also makes you stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then, he, and then like, yep. Thomas cracks up. You're like, <laughs> okay, so, like, there's a little humor there. So then, like, yeah. it, things start lighting, lightening up. Um, and then uh, Thomas tells Ephraim that his last assistant went mad and died. Oh, God. So <laughs> he's like, great, great, me and you alone, and your last assistant went mad. Awesome. Um, and he's like, the light made him see things. And uh, he treated it like a god. And it's like, isn't that what you did? Hmm. Isn't that what you do now? Um, yeah. I wonder if... Uh, ooh. Uh, no, I was going to say... I wonder, oh, if there's any, I wonder if there's any theories where that, like, maybe he's he's still the uh, the last... Uh, like Yeah, maybe he never Tom, had an assistant. Thomas, yeah, never had an assistant. Right. And he's the one that's gone mad. And he's just still on the island. And He believes, like, he, in his mind, he perceives that, like, he had an assistant or something yeah. like that. Because it's like, it seems pretty easy to go mad mm-hmm. being on an island like so any isolation yeah. you know like again the witch and the shining they're isolated movies they're yeah. in the forest and the shining he's in the freaking in the mountains and wherever they are um so i was just watching uh something on youtube i think it was uh locked in or some show and it was this guy who he's in for life right in prison yeah and uh and yeah, he's in solitary confinement all by himself. He gets an hour outside, and it's, like, not even outside. It's just these, like, 20-foot walls that are just surrounding him. No bigger than this whole room. And uh, and he gets an hour to be in there, and then the rest of the time, he's just in his cell. God. And he said, he was like, yeah, uh, I've taught myself uh, business law spanish and french (laughs) (laughs) and uh i just have all these books i never used to read or anything but i'm trying my best not to go insane he's coming out of genius (laughs) yeah literally professor it's crazy uh, but yeah it's i can't even imagine like how hard like how hard it is isolation will kill you oh my god sure 
that guy's going to come out a college professor, and it's like, wait a minute, I have Spanish, French, and business law with Doctor <laughs> Robertson. What? <laughs> um, so yeah, he says the the uh, he treated the light like a god. This is Thomas talking about his assistant, and Ephraim goes huh, another tall tale, and he slaps him, Ugh. and he goes, wait, is that when he slaps him? Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Excuse me. Okay, so he says that's a tall tale. And then he like you see Thomas get mad, and he goes, "This is when he brings it up." And it's like it's weird how he didn't bring it up at first. I've seen you sparring with the gull. <laughs> Bad luck to kill a seabird. Bad luck. Let best leave him be. Another tall tale. Slaps the shit out of him, <laughs> and like Ephraim just gets up and stands and looks at him. Um, and then like all of a sudden, like Thomas is like visually upset at like what he did, and he's like, "Get him some coffee. Coffee will do us some good." Yeah. That'll be too good. And he's like eating really fast. And mm. he, like you can see, like kind of like he's tearing in the eyes. Um, so strange. So that like it shows like he's gone mad. Yeah. He's just like ah, another tall tale. And he's he, like, it's a very light scene. And he just slaps him. And he's like, what the hell? And he's like, get us some coffee. Coffee will do us some good. No, meds will do you some good. Yeah. You it's, it's get off this island. He literally is in love with whatever is on this island yeah it's crazy it's like, don't make fun of the seagulls don't make fun of the light like this is this is me i mean that's why like there's it's a good theory that like he is i don't know if he is the island or he is a part of the lighthouse yeah. it's weird well the other thing i was looking at too was that like uh i was gonna kind of wait to bring it up but uh he like uh so before it was prometheus but in also in greek mythology is uh proteus who is i think it's either the brother or the son of uh Who's the? Oh, I don't really know Greek mythology. But I know, but I who's who's the underwater god? Poseidon. Poseidon, who is either the son or uncle or uh, or brother of Poseidon, mm-hmm. and he's depicted with uh, tentacles, and uh, that's why we see that eventually. But uh, um, yeah, uh, but perhaps like if if uh, what's his name Thomas? Yes, Will Defoe Thomas. Yeah, if Thomas uh, is like the. The all the the keeper of the island or whatever right. he's like Proteus and he's like because he's you know has to do with the the sea and the lighthouse and all that kind of shit. Um, so yeah, there's that probably yeah <laughs> most likely. So there's that. Um, so yeah, so you're like wow, these two are they're an interesting pair. Yeah, um, and the more you watch it, they're like a married couple. It's so funny. <laughs> um, so it then another good. scene is Thomas accuses Ephraim of not cleaning the floor well enough, and it's like one of those things like if you think in life like. You did something, and then somebody accuses you of not doing it well when you know you did your best. Mm-hmm. It is like, and you you become so frustrated, and you and you relate to Ephraim because he's like, um, he's like, you didn't you didn't clean this enough, and he's like, I scrubbed it twice, like twice over. I did this so well. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> he's I, like, I, I, Thomas literally is like, nope, no, you no, didn't. didn't. You didn't. Didn't see it. Didn't watch it. Yeah, because you're busy farting. <laughs> and then Ephraim gets pissed. He's like, I didn't sign up to be the housekeeper. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not the maid. Um, and then Thomas is just like, you'll do whatever I tell you to do. And, like, the yeah. camera kind of zooms in. And he's like, if I tell you to scrub the floor once over, or, like, ten times or, over, y'all do it. And take out the nails out of every floorboard. Is that what he says? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. And he just, like, goes nuts on him. And it's kind of like a, a quick monologue. There's a few of those in this movie. Um, and... Uh, now most people would just quit, but where are you gonna go? You know that's and, that's like yeah. where it's like when you said before it's like he's threatening him because it's like I could threaten you because like you can't swim back the boat's not coming for another week or whatever so um, there's no way of we- leaving and he calls him a dog 
Yeah. Like, you will do it, dog. Yeah. Oh. Um, and uh, he, and he, he threatens to dock his dock pay. pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the big thing because, I mean, later on we find out that he's been jumping from job to job. He doesn't seem to have something like steady, so he's he needs really it. needs it. So the next few scenes after that, he's like you see Ephraim working harder and harder because um, Thomas is a nut. So um, there's a uh, one of the like a really like a good scene. It's a turning point too. Is there Thomas is up top and Ephraim is like painting or something and he's holding him up on a rope and he's like and Ephraim's like go go lower or something and he's like I am blah 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 <laughs> and he drops him and he falls and he just hits the ground and like the scene like cuts black um, straight to black straight to black and um, he's just like left there like Thomas like leaves him there and Ephraim wakes up um, with the seagull messing with him oh yeah um, he's kind of like pecking at him. And then you see the seagull has one eye, so it's the same one that he threw the rock at. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it could have been, but uh, mo- like most likely it is, or it's just like one seagull that has one eye from God knows what. Yeah, um, um, yeah. And who who's to say that uh, Ephraim never never like woke up from that, or he died right then and there? Hey, and then yeah. The you know the the rest of the movie is just you know within his mind. Or whatever, whatever, you know. Because that's like I don't want to say that's a turning point, but that's like for some reason that's a big because it's just like he just drops him, and And then like you don't know how. That's that's okay. So that's another that's a big theme of this movie is time Mm -hmm. because it's like you don't know how long they're on this island. It was just supposed to be four weeks, right? Four weeks. They could have been longer because at one point he says, "How long have we been on this rock? Two days, three weeks, five weeks?" Yeah, and you're like, I don't know. Um, You don't know how long he left him on the ground. Like you don't know how long he's doing these tasks for. Mm Um, it's crazy. Yeah, because it's not like they ever show like a uh, like a linear path of like, oh, here's him working, and then you know maybe he's eating lunch. You know, maybe yeah, he's, yeah, he's got a break, and then uh, maybe he's eating dinner, and then it's the next day. It's just kind of like boop 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 boop, like just cut into different little, and they could be any time. It could be like the next day, the next time they cut to uh, him working again. You know, right. or anything. He could have left them there for hours. So the next scene is another dinner scene, and then Ephraim finally tells him his actual name. So another thing with time, it's like two weeks. He finally tells him, "My name's Ephraim, Ephraim Winslow," and it's like, "Oh, he hadn't told Thomas." No, and we we hadn't heard his name either. Okay, okay. Um, I don't even know if we know his name is Thomas, but uh, so they're getting more and more personal. But but isn't that that's it? Wait, what what was his name? Who Ephraim? Ephraim Winslow is Robert Pattinson. Yeah, right. Um, that. Doesn't he come up with another name later on, or no? Well, it's we his real name. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. There used to be a 50 Cent song I used to like. Okay, okay, okay. I used to think it was the coolest thing. So they're getting more and more personal. Um, so then we find out that Ephraim used to be a timberman, a timberman in Canada. Um, so yes. he, was, he wasn't an accountant, and I wasn't working at social media, uh, any of that. He was a timberman. He was a timberman. Uh, you know what's interesting? Is ah! It just popped into my head. I feel like Ephraim's uh, accent changes a lot. Do you think it gets more Massachusetts-y? Yeah. So I feel like he's putting out a facade. Mm, or he's getting drunker. Ooh. But or he's getting drunker, which then takes his wall up that, he, that he's that he been putting up. So he really has that accent. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we don't know if he was born in Canada and yeah. then came to Massachusetts, but... Um, who knows? Who knows? So they're getting personal. He says he was a timberman in Canada, um, and Thomas is talking and looking at the sea and saying this is the only life for him. Remember, he's like... And at one point... 
I, I remember when I saw it the first time. Um, and he's looking at the window. He's like, the sea is the only thing for me. And he's like bobbing his head like the... Uh, like the seagulls. The Stein, <laughs> Steinbrenner in Seinfeld. Um, but yeah, it's like the seagulls, which like is weird. <laughs> no, he literally... He kind of does like this. Hmm. So you're like, Parkinson's? Or he's a seagull? <laughs> or he's a seagull. <laughs> one of them. Like, that's why the seagulls keep bothering him. They're like, you're one of us. Isn't that from Wolf of Wall Street? One of us. One of us. Google gobble. $20,000 worth of sides, Jordan? <laughs> Daddy's not going to touch mommy for a very, very long time. One of us, one of us, Gooba Gaba, one of us, one of us. Damn, that hurts. In them, the souls who met their maker is Thomas's response about why not to kill a seabird. So Ephraim asked them that, like, what's a big deal? Just a bird. You see these things? Just a bird. I give them French fries and they'll quack, eat Quack, quack. I mean, uh, <laughs> I go to, to Tobey Beach. They're always bothering me. Pooping yeah. everywhere. They Taking eat my, my French food. fries. It's a big deal. Because <laughs> barely there's sailors in them. In of the souls of sailors. Yeah, your assistant. It probably could be his soul. That's why he's pecking his head. Um, at one point, Ephraim goes to the top of the lighthouse and he sees like this tentacle. You remember that part? Yeah. That was weird. And that was who? Um, Prometheus? No, Prometheus Pramodin? is the one that stole the fire. Um, that is uh, Proteus. 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 That's why we might infer that he is the uh, the all-seer of the island because he is, what is it, brother or son? <laughs> Holy <laughs> of, Spirit. Of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, I can't think right now. Who's the underwater god? Poseidon. Poseidon. Damn, everybody know him. I know. Oh I don't God. know why I can't think of him. He sees the tentacle, so we don't know what that is. That was very strange, because it's like, hold on. Wait a minute. Something right. Something ain't right. <laughs> is this guy, this guy, it didn't even get paranormal. It got, like, mystical or, or whatever you want well, to Well, it's it. just, you just see, like, the tentacle, and you're like, mm-hmm, okay. Right. And then, um. Okay, thought that guy was a human, but okay. All right. Well, I mean, is it him or is it like something? And which is so weird. It's just like in the middle of the movie and you're like, okay, so is it a shapeshifter or like, yeah, what's yeah. the deal? And it's just like, I don't know, like maybe that might like slightly annoy me that like there's like this movie's so good and, it, and they like might be too artistic where I'm yeah. like. Uh, Sometimes that kind of deters me a little bit as well because it's like, it, it that really threw a curveball where it's like, damn it. Like uh, that was almost, I mean. I mean, uh, whatchamacallit, Lamb was on another level, but... <laughs> but uh, Forget it. That's, like, that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole and movie is and that. And it's like, somebody tell me what's going on. Because the whole... I remember that whole movie. I'm just like, all right, first 30 minutes, and then something weird happens. I'm like, all right, it's just that one. Next 20 minutes. Oh, all right, there's another one. All right, I'll give it three strikes. Oh, there's another one. All right. <laughs> 12, 12 strikes. <laughs> all right, there's 12 more to go, actually. Yeah. 12 strikes. <laughs> remember at one point, I go, what the hell is this? <laughs> um... And, uh, yeah, so then Ephraim, like, takes a sip of the water, and you realize that it's, like, it's gross. Um, and he goes to the well, I guess it's, like, a well, to see what's going on. Um, and he sees a, a dead seagull. Um, In, like, that sludge, right? Yeah, and then you make the note that, like, uh, the seagulls are mocking him. Mm -hmm. uh, because the next scene is very disturbing, where Ephraim absolutely <laughs> destroys the seagull. The most violent part of the movie um, I would say, I mean, those two wrestle for a bit. Yeah, literally. 
like times times 10 and he just keeps doing it um and it's you know what's interesting is that like when i just thought of that you watching you do that um is uh he kind of like i mean ephraim's kind of like cowardly because we like later learn what happened in his past with like um somebody within the timberman like Mm -hmm. dying or something and it's like Yay, you beat the shit out of a seagull that, like, anybody could do that, too. Yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. what are you, a man now or something like that? Yeah. Um, so it's it's very, like, um, I don't know. Like, that was kind of, like, just, like, a weak moment for him. Um, the, and it was a bad moment. It's the same uh, vibes that What's-His-Face from The Witch gives off. Yeah, the dad. The dad, yeah. yeah. Where it's just, yeah. Can only, he Except with him, he only chops wood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whenever, whenever he's having a bad day and he's, like, trying to feel, like, better about himself, he just goes back to chopping wood. And that's well, all he's good at. Right, that's all he's good at. And he sucks everything else. But, like, like they appear manly, but they're really not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah. And this is, like, definitely a turning point of the movie. But also, with that, it's like, is Ephraim even doing any of this work well? Because Thomas accuses him of that. And yeah. you're just like, well, obviously he is. And it's like, wait a minute, how do you mm-hmm. know that? Yeah. You know, he could be just a, literally a terrible employee. That's why he's bouncing from job Yeah, that's job why he has so many different jobs. Um, so... Yeah, this is definitely a turning point in the movie because, like, a legit turning point in the movie because he kills the bird and then, like, uh, the wind goes crazy yeah, and yeah, changes yeah, yeah. and the um, compass on top, it's like a, it's like a, uh, rooster? a, a rooster compass, f- completely flips the other direction yeah, yeah. and that doesn't happen. No. Um, and then you're like, okay, shit's about to go down. Uh, so, yeah, the arrow just literally turns the other direction. The wind has changed. The wind has changed. So another dinner scene, a lot of dinner scenes of this movie. Um, Ephraim drinks for the first time. That's huge, I think, because he's just like, I killed that son of a bitch. This guy's weird. Might as well start drinking. He will. Does he? Does he ask um, Thomas to pull us? I think he says, "Let's do a toast," and he's just like, "Fine." Mm -hmm. Um, But of course, he doesn't just do one. Thomas just keeps pouring, and they (laughs) go nuts. Um, And is that the first time they're drunk together? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, it's. uh... Oh, okay. So he drinks because he. It's the last night. It's supposed supposed to be. supposedly yeah, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. night. He's like, "Come on, you're going home. You've done a great job. Drink." He's like, "Ah, oh, okay. all right, fine. You ain't going home. I'll put one. You're back. You're not going home. <laughs> fine. I'll put one back. I'll put one back. I, you know, I'll put a couple. Oh, he's pouring more. A okay, drink ski. Yeah, drink ski for, for the boys. boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going home tomorrow. Might as well. Yeah. Crack a bottle. Make a body bottle. Don't act like a snobby. So model. they start to bond and sing. They start doing songs. Back then, they just sang. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. It's like oh. in, um, you ever see um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. The the hoedown that they do at the end? Nope. Okay. I didn't watch it that much. Cool. Start so they start to bond and sing. And um, <laughs> yeah, they're singing like these sea songs. Sea songs. Sailor sea songs. songs. So after their drunken night, Ephraim is taking their waste to dispose of it. Dispose of it. And the wind goes into his face, and all the shit and piss goes into his face. And then all of a sudden, you just hear him go, ah! and it cuts really quickly because he's just like, you ever have a moment where like everything is just you know Murphy's Law? It's the bottom of the barrel, oh. and it's just like that's the last thing. That's mm-hmm. like the last straw, and he just screams because he's like, this is this is crazy. But now you're, this is where the outside forces are really oh yeah messing with him. Yeah, you're gonna kill one of our birds. We'll show you. We'll put poop in your face. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's a really rough life. Uh, life between ni- before 1920 just seemed really tough. 
So Ephraim sees uh, a mermaid. Um, in is that like he sees it in the on the ground? I think he sees it, or in the water, or something. Because I think he thinks it's an actual person. Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit of both, or something. Starting to talk like him. Well, no, he like he keeps moving like the seaweed off of her, and then he sees the scales, and then like he looks at that and looks up, and she like, yeah, oh my god, "Ah!" she laughs and like lets out this scream that is similar to like a foghorn, but like a high pitched foghorn in the lighthouse. Yeah, um, yeah, um, is (laughs) is that like is he having sex with her? Because they show, like, a weird, like, almost vagina-looking thing at one point on the mermaid. Well, yeah, well, man, she could just be naked. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the bottom of her is all fish. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> comedy. <laughs> She's a mermaid. You have sex with her. <laughs> comedy. Well, it's all know, just connected in one. <laughs> Ain't got no legs. Yeah, so she lets out this scream and it's insane. But also, um, what's interesting is like uh, I saw this like Instagram post of this guy on this ship, and he like the ship is moving fast, and like there's two things on the side moving really fast. He's like, "Were they mermaids?" And they like making these weird noises. I'm like, "Hmm, that's interesting." And this one guy wrote in the comments, "Who's to say that mermaids aren't real? They're written all across different cultures for years mm. like isn't that like yeah. interesting yeah that is kind of like true things that have been written or you know across cultures is like usually it's, it's like if you wrote about an apple at different cultures throughout time you're like well yeah i know an apple's real it's like well, why would they write about this it's very odd and we only know what five percent of the ocean yeah we freaking it could be anything come on um that's like in hieroglyphics there's like weird paintings of uh beings with helmets on coming from the sky and then the aztecs there's a there's this one sculpture of of uh one of their gods or one of their kings that passed away um piloting this like machine slash doohickey with a propeller on top and he's got like his foot on like the gas and like his hands are like these mechanical things and no one can explain yeah, and you're just like what the hell well, look at da vinci 400 years yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. the um the wright brothers yeah. took off he wrote the flying machine like, <laughs> time traveling ass jesus him and the simpsons guy um so maybe there's mermaids out there There could be yeah sirens something sirens yeah Oof. uh so the next day because we said it was the day you know they're supposed to leave they wait for the boat and never comes that boat ain't coming ain't coming so it was really rough waters just a, a big storm um, so then they're just like, all right, we're stuck here. Let's, uh, let's get some booze. So they like dig up some booze yeah, in yeah. like these crates. Cause they were all out. They're all out. And, uh, you know, they, uh, I wonder who put them there. Maybe him. Maybe. But like what he would, oh yeah, the booze, all those <laughs> 40 crates of, of booze that I forgot. Um, you'd rather food, but you know, they're, they're stranded on an island with just booze and themselves, you know, themselves, what could go wrong? And eventually they start running out of that booze. And, uh, they like make their own. They make their own out of like I think oil or something. Something weird. It was something that sailors used to. I I looked it up. I forget what it was, but it was something I think the sailors or something would make like on the go if they ran out. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what's interesting is like that one part when they're making the the uh, alcohol and Thomas is waiting there like a kid, mm-hmm. and he's like watching Ephraim do it. Like yeah. Ephraim's a pro. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Thomas is very weird. Where he's like, there's a lot of scenes where he's like kid like. Mm-hmm. And also not. It's it's very odd. Like, he gets very emotional. So, um, when they find the booze, Ephraim gets way drunker. And, like, Thomas probably has, like, more of a tolerance or he's not drinking as much. Um, 
And I feel like this is important to see who's like, who's more sane. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be Thomas. The one scene where Ephraim says he doesn't like Thomas's cooking is so funny. <laughs> so like, I love that. Like just the answer is fantastic. Just the answer is fantastic. So they're drunk and Thomas says, or excuse me, Ephraim says, I don't like your cooking. And Thomas goes on this legit monologue soliloquy, like uh, basically like threatening him, like may Poseidon strike you down or whatever. And he's just going off for like, like a legit two minutes. And then you hear the silence and Ephraim goes, all right, have it your way. <laughs> I like your cooking. And it's like so funny. And it's like, there's a lot of points in this movie that are really comedic. Um, and like I said, it's like husband and wife sitcom. Yeah, he mentions a tentacle. Um, oh, uh, th- uh, Thomas in his uh, in his speech, he mentions a tentacle, and you're like, oh, okay, that's what that's what we saw early on. Mm-hmm. Earlier on, so um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. So they're like a monologue. Oh, they're like a monologue. It's funny uh, online. It's they're just, like a married uh, couple. Proteus is known for his shape shifting abilities. Ooh, so. Could be that, yeah. Proteus, I mean, Proteus is Thomas, boy. Robert Eggers is doing research for sure. Uh, so at one point, and uh, his emotions are extremely changeable and lacks self-control. Interesting. I think. You think? Makes sense, though. Yeah. So um, uh, another scene is Ephraim sneaking in to Thomas while he's sleeping and he tries to get uh, his keys to the top of the lighthouse because he's like, I gotta, I gotta know what's going on. I'm stranded here. Oh yeah, Might as well find out some yeah. secrets. Um, <laughs> so Thomas is sleeping and it's interesting because like the keys were right outside of his pocket and it's like, it's almost like he was testing him to see if he would take it. Um, and then also like Ephraim goes from that to like being like, wait, maybe it'd be easier if I just killed him because <laughs> he takes out that like Oh, he takes little, out the that, knife. The little, yeah, yeah, yeah. little knife. And he puts it like kind of close to him, and then I don't even know what Thomas says, but he wakes up and he just says something again, kind of comedic and like, eh. I don't know what he says, but he's just like he doesn't even notice the knife or anything. He just kind of like wakes up and just talks. Go with back his to your toys or, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. or something. Um, and he's like, oh, I didn't want to wake you or something. I don't know. He like tries to cover for it. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe he thinks like, well, if I kill him, how am I getting back? Because mm-hmm. like I'm the rookie, you know. So it's very weird. So then Ephraim, uh, the next scene is he finds a head in a cage, and we are to assume that it was Thomas's last assistant. Uh, so you're like, okay. A head in that's, the cage, yeah. Yeah, remember there was a, a head and there was like seaweed over it, so he finds mm-hmm. that. And um, it's interesting, because when Thomas sees Ephraim throw the rock at the seagull, he waits a bit to tell him. And then it's similar in this situation when he finds the head, he doesn't tell him till later. Um, so the next scene is them chugging alcohol like crazy <laughs> and dancing. Um, and then Ephraim dances like crazy when he's like, dance, Ephraim, dance. And he's like, you're like, okay. They were chugging to the point where it was just running down. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't even get in their mouth. Even going in their mouth. You can't even drink water like that. And you're like, that's, imagine that's vodka. Oh my Jesus. God. Uh, and like, that's probably like a hundred percent back then. And I, th- I remember I told you, I was like, I feel like I, uh, I used to do that, like, party... I mean, it's kind of like a party trick. Yeah, but you would do it with, like, 15 seconds, let's go fucking Smirnoff, whatever, or vodka, whatever. Just, oh, dude. Yeah, (laughs) so you you saw yourself in these sailors. That's Um, me. That's you. So Ephraim dances like crazy. They're clearly going mad. I mean, you think that Thomas is mad already, but Ephraim is, uh... He's starting to go mad. They don't have a picture of the caged head. (laughs) They don't have a picture of the caged head. I was going to try to look at it. Because you forgot? 
just wanted to look at it more closely. Be like, oh shoot, maybe that's Billy. Billy Bob. So then um, they start to like slow dance, and it's very odd. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? That's, that's why weird. I keep saying they're a married couple. Um, and then, then they physically start to fight and wrestle. So it's like they go from that and that. It's like just scenes quickly back and forth, and like the music changes and the background sounds. So you're like, what the hell is going on in this movie? Um, and then you see Thomas like laying on his lap, and they're just resting. And then Ephraim says, "My real name is Thomas Howard." Like I lied to you. This is what you were talking about before. Yeah, yeah. And then Thomas goes, "Don't spill your beans, kid." Um, and he's like very adamant about that. And then. Ephraim tells like a really big secret um, so like you're just learning more and more about Ephraim he admits to letting his partner die in some accident in the, when logging, were, accident. In the logging accident when they were in Canada and he took his name because he wanted like a fresh start and then he becomes um, a lighthouse keeper so he wanted a clean slate but I wonder mm-hmm. why do you think that he sells him tells him not to spill his beans yeah I was just thinking that just too. like does he not want him to get personal i mean you're hugging and drinking yeah i don't know oh oh maybe he's like maybe because thomas knows like uh we're drunk like you know everyone spills their beans when they're drunk sometimes and like but he was i don't know but like he said it multiple times and he's like you shouldn't have spilled your beans like he's pretty adamant like maybe like you shouldn't have told me that because now i'm gonna dock your pay i don't know maybe (laughs) maybe something like that or maybe like thomas literally is kind of trying to be like like i don't know it's not very admirable that you're telling me all this when you're super drunk or something? Maybe. I don't know. So, um, then, uh, there's one weird scene where Ephraim is, like, sees himself on the ground, and then it he turns and sees Thomas naked with a light coming out of his eye. Mm. And I guess at, uh, I guess it's, like, the lighthouse. Remember that? He, like... Yeah. It's, like, a weird, like like weird yeah, it looks yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah and then it's it's the camera stops and it looks like a painting yeah it's very that's like a very weird scene there's like a lot of like he looks like a god in things. that one yeah oh for sure, sure. his yeah. head is like the lighthouse and he's like but he's naked and his like legs are crossed yeah, yeah like yeah, a yeah. sports illustrated cover <laughs> um so then uh ephraim tries to escape on the boat mm-hmm. and thomas isn't happy he like don't leave me don't leave me yeah and he like <laughs> starts he starts to chase him with the axe and he just chops up the boat yeah and he's like are you that's our fucking that's our <laughs> lifeboat like are you out of your mind um and then uh he accuses he accuses um this is when i say like he waits to bring things up he accuses thomas of killing his last assistant he's like i found the head you killed oh, your yeah, last yeah. assistant mm-hmm. um and then uh they both say that they'll tell on each other so like ephraim has gone mad um, and then Thomas completely flips the story. He's it is like, like two little boys, kind of. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell on you first. <laughs> no, I'll do this. I'm gonna chop out the axe. Why would you do that, you idiot? Will yeah. you try to escape? Yeah, yeah. Blah 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 blah. So then if, uh, Thomas is like, yeah, and you just tried to chase me with that axe, and you're just like, wait a minute. But then you're like, no, clearly, like he just did it. And mm-hmm. then you think about it, and you're just like, um, are we seeing what we're like? Is, are, are we being shown what's actually going on? So, yeah. like, it's up for interpretation. And then, uh, so then this is when Thomas is like, how long have we been on this rock? Two days? Two weeks? A month? <laughs> um, and you're like, oh, crap, how long have they been Jesus. on this? Because there's, like, no clock or no time of, of any of this. Um, and it definitely messes with your mind. Uh, and he's saying, I might be a figment of your imagination. And then, that's it kind of gives me Fight Club vibes. I mean, he could be a figment of his imagination, right? Or, or he is a he, he is like his like subconscious, 
you know, shown in a uh, human form of some sort. Well, this is the theory that, like, uh, Thomas wasn't even a character, and yeah. that this was all in Ephraim's he's mind, just and getting, he was a, just going crazy. Yeah, a, and like, all his guilt is coming out in the form of Thomas, which isn't even there, but he's he's there to us, but not right. to. Everyone. To him in, in general, yeah. So, yeah, and they just start, like, acting like animals. Like, they beat their chest when they, like, they drink that drink. <laughs> um, they're like, ooh! And then, uh, yeah, like I, we were talking about before, they made their own alcohol. Um, and al- alcohol makes you a different person sometimes, because, like, Ephraim was chased with an axe, and now they're friends again. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, very weird. But it's also, like, what else are we going to do, you yeah. know? Uh, we're going to stay at different so parts of the... the place. They're sure. so all over the place. Um, and they have no choice because so they're stuck. Ephraim then finds Thomas's like book log of all the things that he's he's written, and it's not good. Um, he just like uh, so then he yells at him to shut up, and he tells him he's he's like tired of everything. And this is like when he does this: "I'm tired of you, you, you goddamn thoughts, you, you, you no good, you're, you're a phony." And he just like goes off, and he's had it. Um, and now his accent's a little bit more pr- pronounced too, right? And you're just like, okay, like which, here's which an is accent. which is like. Yeah, it's just interesting because now that he feels, maybe because he finally told like his like actual self, you know, like like his actual self has a um, uh, an accent. Whereas before, in the in the beginning, he was like, you know what, I gotta hide this accent because I'm pretending to be someone I'm not. And the accent comes out more after he spills his beans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting. Um, <clears throat> so then. He's like, I'm sick of you. You know, I found your log. You, you're fardened. You're you're just the worst. Um, he goes off. He's had it, and then he shows him the log that Thomas has been uh, accusing him. He's like, I, you accuse me of misconduct, assault, drunk on duty, um, and you recommend severance without pay, which is crazy because like he works so hard, um, or does he not? So like, yeah. who knows? Because he's like, um, again, the theory of like, did any of this happen? Um, what's true or not. This is a lot of like with the A24 movies that we watch. Um, but, uh, you know, because you're just like, you're, you're, you're one-sided. Um, you, you pretty much relate to um, Ephraim. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you're going to dock me without pay. Like, that's just crazy because you're like, I, I, I did all this for nothing. But maybe he is a terrible worker. We don't yeah, know. He could <laughs> they don't really show the job he's, he does. It just shows him doing stuff. Well, if we compare him to the dad and the witch, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's not he's not great because mm-hmm. it's like he kills a seagull. Jesus kills a seagull, ran away. From, he he also said, "All I could do when I saw my like buddy die at oh, my yeah. last job is light a cigarette." Boy, I could use a smoke. Yeah, I could use me a smoke. Yeah, that's so sick. It's like he's like doesn't have. He's kind of like a sociopath. Yeah, doesn't have any feelings. Um, and then Thomas yells back at him. And he's like, "You killed the seagull, and you chased the you changed the course of events. Like this is all your fault," which is true. Um, if you want to look at it that sense of like outside forces controlling things. Um, and then they wrestle for real this time. Like when they were drunk, they were wrestling just to like, just to, you know, play around. But they like, this is like intent to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, maybe this happened with the last assistant and Thomas won. Um, because as they were fighting, uh, Ephraim sees the man he killed and then the mermaid. And then he sees Thomas's weird octopus all yeah. at one. Yeah, like yeah. He, he just sees like different <laughs> mirages, and it's like it could be in his head, or he's a shapeshifter. Yeah, you know, which is weird. So, um, so Proteus. Yeah, maybe him and his last assistant got into a fight, and if the assistant's even real, if mm-hmm. he's if Thomas is even real, but yeah, so it's just like he sees the you know his uh, his um, 
oh, the man that he killed yep. or let die, like and then the mermaid. So it's like it's uh, the sin of murder, the 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 lustful mermaid or something like that, and then this shape shifting lunatic that you despise. <laughs> yeah, um, but is your boss? You know what's kind of interesting though is that like I feel like uh, if do we do we think that Thomas has like bad intentions for uh, Ephraim? Maybe. Um, I don't really think so. He could just be like a real hard-ass work, like, boss. Because um, in a way, like, if we think about it, maybe maybe he did have his best interest at heart, like, to, like, make him work harder or something, or somehow, or some. It's like Whiplash. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm going to work the shit out of you because I know there's something in you that makes you great. Yeah, and, like, it's, it's getting to Ifram because, you know, he's just... He's just um, he's a normal human being. Yeah, and, and it's and it's a lot. But like, and the only thing that that Thomas really puts on him that wouldn't be good for him is the alcohol. But everything else is is like kind of like you know, all right. He wants you to work hard, you know. And if you haven't been able to hold the job down in the past, then maybe this is good for you. Yeah, this could be like a new thing. Yeah, maybe because remember he was like after a hard day's work, he's like, ah, lighten up, son. Yeah, you know, have a drink. Or maybe he didn't intend on him drinking like a fish. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> um, or is it, um, you know, Ephraim's uh, subconscious, like constantly being like, "You got this, man. You got this. This is a new job. This is mm-hmm. great. Like, you got this. Work hard, man. You're gonna do great." Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like his just his inner demons just always take over, and then he just ultimately always fails at everything. And then he resorted back to like drinking or whatever. The other thing he resorted back to having a smoke when something bad happened. Yeah, uh, he's you know. he's he's an emotional guy. Emotions like run, run high, um, and and yeah, it just gets the best of him. Like just his demons and his lack of uh, manliness, I suppose you could say, or something. You know? Yeah, for sure. I don't know. There's like a, there's a lot to um, analyze and break down with these characters. Um, but yeah, so uh, the music cuts back and forth, which like makes it more interesting, um, and you're like more hooked because like you don't know what to feel. Um, which is which is great by the by um, E24 and Robert Eggers. Um, if it wasn't re- like weird already, it gets bizarre. <laughs> so then, like Ephraim just like continues to beat the shit out of him, and then he like tells him he literally goes bark, bark dog, and he like keeps saying it bark, bark, and then Thomas starts to bark, and um, this scene is interesting because like he called him a. <laughs> Yeah, that's so weird. It's so gross. Um, he, he almost looks cartoon-like too. His eyes. Proteus. Proteus. Um, so yeah, it's it's. Uh, yeah, that's Proteus right there. He's got tentacles. He's got mermaid stuff. I think it looks mermaid like. stuff. Tentacles. There he's there. There he's there. Yeah. So he yeah he tells him to bark like a dog, and he and and Thomas calls Ephraim a dog before that. And this is really weird that he just like. Why do you think that Thomas just submits to doing that? Is it because he just got his ass kicked and he like doesn't have much of a choice? Yeah, because he's well, he's an old man. Yeah, and he's like this guy's full of rage. Um, yeah, because f- finally he's like st- kind of like stood up to him. It's almost like standing up to your I don't know what, but like abusive father or whatever. <laughs> right, but if we if we talk about the theory that like Thomas was never there, it's like Ephraim finally has power over. Um, outside negative forces, but he does it in a very Machiavellian way where it's like, uh, do whatever is necessary means to an end, like, even if it includes violence. Because it's not like, because if you're looking at it at a psychological standpoint where you're like, okay, you want to defeat, I don't know, inner demons or outside forces, 
but then you're like bark like a dog and i'm gonna bury you alive well i don't know it's weird well that's why i think that maybe thomas's intentions were kind of good uh in a in a way and then so by by um if from kind of like making him bark it's almost like a mockery towards like like anything good that would have that could have and would have maybe came to him because dogs are obedient it's like bark like a dog because you're not human to me now yeah and it's like like if if we see thomas as i mean uh yeah thomas as like like his the the good in Ephraim, and but now Ephraim is like you know what fuck you good side <laughs> you know like uh like shut the hell up like i'm gonna do whatever i want instead of being and like and you're gonna listen to me instead of the good shit telling him what to do you know you know it's interesting as you're saying that i could i i uh, compare that to thomason because like in the beginning she's good she's doing everything that she's trying to do mm-hmm. and it's like you know what fuck it fuck it i'm gonna be a witch yeah you know what it's like you know what you're gonna dock my pain you're gonna yeah, wrestle me yeah. you're gonna fart mm-hmm. i'm doing all this hard work you know what yeah you screw you yeah it's just like they've had it and they've taken like every single like fiber in them because like you can like make the argument like during the whole movie they're like thomason you're a witch you're a witch you're a witch um, and it's like, no, she's not, mm-hmm. you know, you're just saying that for some reason, or she might've been the whole time first. There's a lot of, um, you hear this a lot when you're like, there are people that on the outside are like, they're, they're great, but they keep their inner demons hidden. Yeah. And they're like really good at it. Some aren't and they'll let them like come out every now and then. But like maybe Thomason and, and Ephraim like have them in them. And then it just takes like a lot for them to crack and then they finally do like you mm-hmm. you don't get he doesn't get mad often but if you may forget it like he'll let oh, it out yeah. which is like but it's a it's it's a good thing because it's like you know it means that something really bad happened mm-hmm. um so yeah thomason's like all right not only is my family dead but they just accused me of being a witch like you know what, yeah. go to hell i'm gonna be a witch anyway and here and for uh yeah for Ifram, it was supposed to be like like oh here's a new fresh start like you know, you took the name of this other guy that's deceased now. All right, let's try to make a good life. And then it just doesn't happen. And it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, whatever. I'll go back to my old ways. Yeah. Like, I, I tried my best, but, you know, it's not working. Which is kind of a sad, tragic story. Oh, yeah. Because it's like... Um, they can't escape, like, their old habits and old ways. Like, it just keeps kept, it just keeps grabbing them. Every time they get away from it, like, they take, like, three steps, fo- like, forward, and then this thing just, like, says, no, uh-uh, we're going to bring you back. And then it <laughs> just keeps going. It's almost, that's another um, Greek uh, mythological thing. I, for- I forget what the punishment was, but there's a punishment for somebody who's in hell that they push a rock up the hill, and oh. every time they get to the top, they're about to get to the top, it just comes right back down to the bottom they have to do it again oh um it's uh epidus oedipus no sisyphus sisyphus is punished in the underworld by the god zeus who forces him to roll the boulder up a hill for eternity jesus that's terrible um god so uh yeah, I wonder if um, Shakespeare got any. Um, <laughs> what? This is so funny. This is like a comic of it, and it's <laughs> his boss comes in. This is Sisyphus, and he, the boss goes, "Hey, Sisyphus, when you get a minute, I'd like to discuss the progress report with you, because <laughs> he can never get it up to the top." That's so funny. <laughs> um, I wonder if Shakespeare got any um, 
inspiration from Greek mythology because he writes a lot of tragic stories. Yeah, he's got, probably he's, he's got to have. Yeah, same with uh, George Lucas drew a lot from um, Greek mythology. Yeah, um, which is interesting. So the next scene is them outside, and Ephraim is physically walking Thomas like a dog, and you're like, okay, this is really uncomfortable. Like this whole movie is bizarre and weird, but this is just like. It's just an uncomfortable. It's just a very weird scene. And it's almost like uh, I almost get a sexual nature from it, too, because of how close they've been the whole time. And, like, the weird, Dominance. the weird, you know, things that Thomas was doing. And now Ephraim has him on a leash. And, like, mm. they were slow dancing together at one point, too. It's like. Yeah, like, will they, won't they? Um, it's yeah. There's a lot of sexual undertones to it. It's very, it's very bizarre with like dominance and submissive, submissiveness and and like hierarchy structure. It's they go hand in hand. And well, yeah, like I learned in my horror film class, it's like a lot of a lot of horror movies are just like or just you know not comedies or dramas uh, have these like Freudian sexual undertones mm-hmm. to it, like slasher movies and. Now these psychological horrors. Um, the, in the witch, there was a lot of sexual stuff to it. I mean, she's oh, naked yeah. at the end, yeah. and they're always trying up. to get uh, the 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 brother to to come into the uh, the witch's lair. Yeah, and he has she like comes like, out like hot. That orgasm at one point in yeah. midsummer. There's the banging scenes, and it's weird. Slashers are always like crazy with oh, those yeah. undertones, especially because they always it's always like a girl at the end that ends up Final being girl, survived, yeah. and she, you know. She's got covered in blood and just like everything. Mm-hmm. Well, she's usually like the uh, the virgin. I think is the one that survives. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like in it follows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. All it's these, funny. All though, these movies connect. It's funny though. In X, it's like the complete opposite. Not the virgin. <laughs> yep. It, that's like where the um, because I feel like in X, it's like we're watching a movie of like uh, the rebellion to a normal society. And they're like, we're doing something that's really frowned upon. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Because you would think it would be, uh, what's her face? Rodriguez? What is her? Rodriguez. <laughs> it was that girl that was in the uh, the Adams Family show? On yeah, Netflix? Wednesday. The girl who plays it Wednesday. Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Her name Overrated, my opinion. But go ahead. Um, Jenna Ortega. You would think she'd be the one that would make it out alive. Right. And she was about to until she started screaming. Oh, my God. She <laughs> shut up. Oh, my God. I hate you guys. I never wanted to be I literally go shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut the hell up. I think if I think if we were in a house and like someone started doing that, I might just take a knife and just yeah, right in their throat done. and just be like, "All right, well, uh, we want to start running now because yeah. they know where we are, but at least we got rid of that. Got rid of that and handled the situation and uh, <laughs> one down." So then um, Ephraim starts to bury him alive. Very, very strange. Oh, yeah. Um, the seagulls are chirping in the background, but like more so uh, this, like more so than usual. Like you said, they're mocking, mocking him. Um, and it's funny, funny because the weather is calm, but this is like the lowest and craziest part of the movie, which is interesting. Like the, the, the I don't know. It's almost like, uh, I don't know. Somebody's controlling the weather to make it like calm. I don't know why. Maybe because like. I don't know. Well, well, if if uh, if Thomas is Proteus, he can probably control a lot of different things too, right? Well, maybe because if it's yeah, no, you're right. Maybe if it's like a storm, it'll mm-hmm. like it'll wash him up, and there'll be less of a chance for him to to survive. Yeah, hmm, that could be it. Yeah, because um, because obviously Poseidon can control the everything. Ocean. So I'm sure if it's his son or brother, whichever one it was, he's probably yeah. got the same powers. So, um, and this shows Ephraim's, like, lack of empathy, so it's, like, the the discussion of if he's really, like, evil, or he's just, like, kind of evil and had hidden demons, and now he's just letting it all out, mm-hmm. which I think the latter. Um, so, yeah, he's got lack of empathy and, like, he's his need to seek revenge. Um, 
or he's just hammered and gone mad. Yeah. So like that could be it too. Like that is just a lot of it where you're like, like in Midsummer, you're like they're all on drugs, mm-hmm. and this they're freaking hammered. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. So. Um, Midsummer, Hereditary, they're all uh, schizophrenic or something, except for the dad because he's not blood related. <laughs> and in the witch, um, if you look back um, at uh, at history. The the one of the the theories to why they accused everybody of of being a witch is there was like this uh, something in the in the f- in the fungus or something in the ground that they were eating hmm. something got on something and made them like go like psycho oh, yeah. or some shit yeah there's theories to that in a, in a lot of um, a lot of historic like weird historical mm-hmm. events like that dancing plague that dancing epidemic back in like. The 1500s and everybody like couldn't stop dancing and they were like was there something in their food <laughs> um which is interesting so as dirt is being thrown on thomas he like keeps talking and he like is doing these sayings um and he's talking like as if the light is god mm-hmm. which you said that uh, his last assistant was talking about he mentions the divine and like these are like his last words and he's kind of like giving himself last rites which are interesting yeah yeah um <laughs> so then uh Ephraim jumps in the pit because he literally completely covers Thomas with all the dirt. And for a second, you're like, oh, shit. You know, he's like, what? Like, oh, my God, what have I done? done? Like, let's get him. No, he goes and gets the key. I need him keys to the lighthouse. Give me them keys. Did you when you saw it the first time? Did you think that he was going to, like, go and help him? Give me them keys. Give him the keys. I thought keys right away. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this guy just realized that he has all he can do everything now he can do whatever he wants he's got this buddy buried grab those keys i wonder what it says about me and you because like i feel like i i i guess i see more empathy in people or like i thought he was just completely changed so i was just like well that i knew but maybe i don't know for a second he was just like ah shit what have i done like this is the only guy on the on the Uh, i i think he because yeah because it's just him now so well you're right yeah Gotta go. Gotta go. Might as well. I've gone this far. <laughs> even even if he did get like a thing of like, oh shit, what have I done? Like, I th- I think it was the end for Thomas anyway. Yeah, eventually, he was done so. eventually his curiosity would have been like, you know what? Just go check it out. Yeah, let's, let's see, see what all the fuss is about. <laughs> um, but then out of nowhere, Thomas runs and hits Ephraim with an axe, mm-hmm. um, and then Ephraim quickly hits Thomas with the kettle, and then he kills him with the axe. So you're like, you think that he buried him alive, but that was quick for him to. Get out and like run and get him. Maybe that like that was his plan. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you believe that I'm dead. Take the keys. What do I care? Um, I'm not gonna let you get him. But then uh, Ephraim is still like a lunatic, and he just like <clears throat> like smashes yeah. him with the axe. Um, I and think then, he has a smoke too. After he, kills I think him. he does. Yeah, because this the camera zooms in on his face with dirt and blood on it. Hmm. Yeah, and I wrote it down with a cigarette in his mouth. Um, and then he says some saying. And then he begins to drink again. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cigarette is a nod to when we were talking about, I could use me a smoke. Yep. When things are just at the lowest point, he's just like, yeah, I could use me a why do you think he? Why, why do you think he said that? Like, yeah, when I saw the partner, when my partner died, the only thing I could think of was, boy, I could use me a smoke. So clearly you're... You have no... You're Ted Bundy. Yeah. You have no... It's like a coping thing. He's just like, yeah, whatever. There's On another... The next one. Maybe he's just so used to, like, bad things happening to him or, like, that he's just, like, numb to it. Yeah. But it's so weird because, like, in the beginning, like, you're like, this guy's such a good guy. He doesn't drink. You mm-hmm. know? He's just trying to, like, have a fresh start. Because at one point he says, like, nothing wrong with a man trying to make a, you know, a living, a fresh yeah. start or whatever. I don't know. There's a lot, a lot to talk about in this but, one. But... 
once we learn about him, we could probably infer that like he's probably tried to have multiple fresh starts, in my opinion, and like he just keeps failing at each one because his he just he he can't escape himself. That his his mind is yeah. his own enemy, and he just can't escape himself. And yeah. uh, perhaps the island represents his own his own mind. He just, just can never escape uh, what he self sabotaging, you know, because. If you think about it, like your mind is like your own little island too. You can't you can't escape it. Like you can make it what you want it to be, but you know, unfortunately for him, he makes it. It could start as a sanctuary, but you have also have the ability to make it as a hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and it's you're just, very tragic. Yeah. Because you're just stuck. You're stuck on the island. You're stuck with your one mind. You're stuck with your one brain. You know. You're trapped. Yeah. You have. So you're 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 emotionally and mentally trapped, but you're also physically trapped mm-hmm. on the island crazy so then Ephraim crawls up the stairs with like more blood on his face than I think we saw in the beginning but I think it's because he's closer and closer to the light Mm -hmm. um so then he's just looking absolutely disheveled like it's just he's he's done so the music in this scene is like eerie but really mystical Mm -hmm. remember like there's like these like chime and it's like I think there's like a low rumble too or something probably bass wise I kind of forget Bass, bassinger, bass singer, bassinger. Um, lots of theories to this movie, like The Shining. Um, you know, at this point, you're definitely thinking of like, what the hell is going on? Um, so Ephraim looks into the light and has like this orgasm and is <laughs> screaming really loud, and it's like distorted. Remember oh, the distorted yeah. that's sound? The greatest sound. I love that. That was oh, so good. God. Yeah, I remember you being like, "Oh, that's amazing," because it's just that. like, whoo. This is just something else. Are you possessed by an owl? Yeah. <laughs> Try to get me with that last Ooh. night. Oh. Turn that fucking camera off. <laughs> so, what does he say? Somebody in the... Um, pos- somebody it, in the family is possessed by an owl. Somebody in the office is possessed by an owl. Who? Somebody in the office is possessed by an owl. Who? You better turn that thing off. Turn that fucking. <laughs> That's great. Um, so yeah, he has like this orgasm, screams really loud, this like distorted sound. All the sounds in the movie, that one, the foghorn, the waves, um, it's just they're 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 all fantastic. So then he falls down the stairs, um, and outside you see the seagulls pecking at his stomach. They're yeah. just they're just going to town, and they have the last laugh. Um, and he's going. They're going to town. He's naked. He's done for, but he's still alive, which is. And that's um, that's uh, Prometheus because he finally got the light, he got the fire, but then comes he he, he couldn't handle it, I guess, or whatever we're gonna infer about it. <laughs> yeah, whatever he, he saw, he couldn't handle it. Yeah, because he got he 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 fell. And then his punishment is to be pecked by eagles, uh, seagulls, but still alive. And Prometheus is chained to a rock and pecked at his liver by an eagle. I think it's just like a. Um, I'm trying to think of another movie or something where it's like. Um, this is into the light. That's the music. You hear like the chimes. Yeah. So interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it's like whoever's you know controlling this. Um, you know, the gods or the the island or the the lighthouse itself. It's like. All right, we're going to give you a glimpse of what you missed, and then you're going to fall and yeah. you're going to die. It's <laughs> just like you, you, you get to see that before you die, but you're going to die in the worst way possible. Um, so it's they're kind of like vultures. They're just like going to town on him. And um, it ends with like them like screeching, 
and it's like they yeah. have the last mm-hmm. laugh. They're 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 mocking him, um, and they kind of win, sort of say. And um, I remember because I saw this in theaters with my friend Bailey, and like it goes to black, and you hear silence, and I think you, I don't know if I heard people or like you get the consensus. Most people were like, "What the fuck did we do?" <laughs> like holy crap! So then after that, my uh, my buddy and I went to uh, this bar and had beers and talked about it for like hours and i was just like that's something like i mean i saw hereditary before that but um that is something that i just like this one's way more like up for interpretation too like for more than more than i think any movie we reviewed for sure because because they they like they want you to feel the almost like the uh you're not sure of anything just how like Thomas and Ephraim have no idea about their time and what what, what day it is, what's anything, on? what's going on. Like what's we're so drunk. Yeah, what's the real name? Are you even here? <laughs> yeah, so it's almost like putting us into that, uh, which they definitely did. <laughs> so this is a crazy movie. I mean, I liked it. It's it's interesting. It's intriguing. Um, my score for this movie, I'm going to give it eight point three out of ten. I think it's uh, that's a pretty good score. I don't know. I feel like like I said before, a little too artsy. A little too much for interpretation. I don't need movies where you're just like, okay, this is, you know, this happens because of this, blah, 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 blah. I like things for up for, up for interpretation. I don't like it too much. So, like, you know, I mean, it's 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 a good movie because of the acting is incredible. The, the production, the music, the directorial um, ways and creativity of yeah, the movie the creativity is, is just great. incredible. It's something you've never seen before. But I have like slight issues to it. But eight point three out of ten. Yeah, honestly, phenomenal. I'd, I'd probably lower mine. I'm, I'd say around there, eight point three, eight point three, something like that. Maybe right. even eight point one. Because even like when we were just going back on it, like most movies, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Like, but this one, I I couldn't really remember each point because I was like, I feel like as I'm watching it, I'm still like on the last couple scenes still trying to figure it out so then what i'm wa- currently watching i'm not even paying attention to because i'm like wait the last thing what the hell was that yeah you're like <laughs> looking it up you're like wait i don't remember the head in the box <laughs> yeah well it's because like that's why when i wrote it down i'm like as i'm writing it it's you're kind of realizing all right it's just him working or them having dinner and it's like like i said they're like a married couple and you're just like going through their lives but like a bunch of weird shit happens and then like the weather changes and shit starts to go downhill but yeah you got to watch it a bunch to kind of like realize what's going on but not a lot happens but then uh, there's also scenes where a lot happens Mm -hmm. you know like he slaps him and you're like oh that was something yeah and then he you know he beats the shit out of the bird okay that was something um, he finds the mermaid. That was something. But other than that, it was just like, you know, they're dancing, they're farting, <laughs> they're having yeah. dinner. Yeah, there's not a lot of other, like, outside things to kind of give me, uh, like, a point of where I am in the movie. Like, whereas in Hereditary, like, I can see that it's clearly nighttime, it's clearly daytime, they're at school, they're at work, they're mm-hmm. at, you know, like, this place and right. that. Um you know, and, and any of the other movies we've reviewed or watched, um, you know, it's like, okay, clearly we're in this house right now. It's clearly daytime. We're clearly going down into this creepy new basement in Barbarian. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like, you know. In Hereditary, they're at the party. Okay, you can assume it's 10 o'clock or yeah, something like yeah. that. They're, you know, they're she's shopping. You're like, all right, it's probably the afternoon. Midsummer's no the only one that's uh, that that could trick your mind a little bit. But even still with that, too, like, like there were multiple places they would go. Like, you know, with this... It's just the island it's and one like, setting. It's one the setting, house. and that's it. So. But in midsummer, even too, it's like okay, you know that summer in Sweden. It, I'm pretty sure it's light, like it's 18 all, hours yeah. of the day or something like that. So, 
Yeah, this one is this one's crazy. I liked it for sure, but you know, there's just it's not my favorite. You know, I'll probably see it again, but um, yeah, I'm also not really a fan of like too many sexual things. Um, I feel like if they're kind of like loosely talked about and you kind of understand this one, it's like there are masturbation scenes. There's him humping the bed. And they do it at weird there's times. There's semen too. coming from the the yeah. thing, which I thought was kind of gross. And it's and it's a little gross too because like you see him peeing in the bucket and then he throws the thing and the the shit comes back in his yeah. face mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just is it's a little like too. You're like all right, that's a little too much. But hey, it's very very barbaric, kind of almost almost more so than any of the. Uh more than other scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and I get it because it's like you know that's that's the the time period of it, but um, yeah, it's it's very strange. Because then the, his next movie, The Northman, is like more like profound and more like uh, elegant, and mm-hmm. it's like you know he's avenging his you know father's right. Isn't that what he does? He avenges his father's. Uh, isn't death it kind of like, like uh, what's the Leo movie? It's kind of like that. Right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Re- yeah, you're like, all right, this is like, it's. I don't know. He goes from. Um, I only watched it once, and I was very distracted. I don't know why. I watched it with you. Oh, really? You might have saw it. You probably saw it we, first. We, I remember watching it at my house. Well, we try to watch it with Gav and. Oh, really? Um, well, outside, and you never got the. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But then me and you watched it in your in your room, not your room. Excuse me, your living room. <laughs> yeah, we watched it in his in his twin bed. <laughs> at the time, futon. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's funny. Um, so, so yeah, that was uh, our review and analysis of the Lighthouse, <laughs> 2019. Robert Eggers, Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, and uh, yeah, eight point two from Brendan, eight point three from me. Pretty good scores, but you know, so uh, that's uh, that's a wrap for this one. That's a wrap. What are you scared of? Something? Stay tuned for other movie reviews, and I'm telling you. Coming up is going to be us live in action. We're going to be going to a haunted house, most likely. I think we're going to head up to Salem, <laughs> a little New England style. I mean, we were doing The Witch, The Lighthouse. These oh, movies yeah. were set in New England. And we're going to be with our buddy Jared. We're going to start getting guests on the show. There's going to be some good stuff for you guys. So stay tuned. That's a wrap. Hell yeah. We're going to get to see this guy scared over Ooh. here a little bit. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good content because be I will be frightened for sure. All right. Good night, San Diego. Woo. See you guys.